Hello and welcome to KGM Studio. It's a pleasure to be on this platform. It's been a while, but um, God has put it all together for what he has in store for us today. So I just wanted to thank you again for joining us. And I'm just blessed and honored to have this platform to be able to share the goodness of God and how he's able to turn things around so, you know, I just want to open it up in prayer and then I will just go ahead and um, and go ahead and share a word. So, Father, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are Jehovah Rapha, our healer. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You are Elohim, the one who controls the world, everything in our lives. And I thank you for touching us right now as you begin to minister to us you begin to work in us in our mind body soul and spirit as we begin to just partake your word in us and i just thank you for releasing it to the people who are listening on the call lord that you use me as your vessel as your instrument that i am one with you father god and i thank you that when Two or more are gathered, you're in the midst, and there's going to be several people listening on this call knowing that you are in the midst. And when we seek first the kingdom of God, all things will be added to us. So, Father, just go before us now and just bless this time that you have ministering to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I love to pray. As you guys can tell, I kind of started off with prayer. That's all led by the Holy Spirit. And there was a scripture that came to mind today. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. You know, there's other versions there where it says the prayer of a righteous person has great power and is working. In James 5.16, this is an ESV version. Other translation says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective in the NIV version. So, and we also have the KG, KG, King James Version, which is the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So this verse motivates us to cry out to our God because he uses our prayer to change the world. Now, I have been taking this Bible study seminary class um, for about three months now. We're in this nine-month program. And I love the fact how one of the leaders mentioned how when in um, the arc the tabernacle where the holy of holies and then the most holy there's two rooms in the tabernacle where in the holy of holies there's a um like a bowl like an incense there besides the seven stars seven golden lampstands that's in there and that bowl is like this aroma of incense being lifted up in the air in the sky and so um it something significant brought to my attention in how that bowl represents our prayers. Um, so when we speak, we cry out to our God, when we speak and begin to just pour our heart out in what's bothering us, what's coming that is attacking us, you know, um, all sorts of angles. People have bad days, people have, um, you know, uh, days where it's like, is it ever going to go right days? You know, um, he wants us to know that we can put our trust in him. We can just lift our prayers up to him. And I wanted to also share that 
just this week, for some reason, like I, I do, um, I make calls for my union members that I work for, and it just so happened I was calling some friends on top of that, and I began to pray for about almost eight people of to people. I was praying for people and what their situation is. And it was, I felt like it was back to back, like, whoa, this is like, I don't ever pray this much for this many people unless if I'm on a mission trip, right? So I was just on my phone and just praying for people and just asking the Lord for guidance to whatever, if it was healing, deliverance, or if it was just to give them peace, give them the presence of God over their lives because of what they're going through right now. And the interesting part was, as I began to pray for these people, God began to do something in my business. And I had enough appointments to be able to put down on my schedule. And that's never had happened before. So for me to say that is that when you can do the kingdom work for the Lord, kingdom business, you know, just all for God. Watch how God's going to move on your behalf. Because sometimes we have to take ourselves out of the situation and just pour it on to other people first. Like you got to look at it as like you're the first first person on the scene when some when there's like an ambulance scene, um, first providers, or they are there first, right? They're the ones that's going to go in there and um, begin to diagnose, do what they need to do with that person in the scene. Well, that's the same thing in how God wants us to operate because he wants to use us for his kingdom. And the kingdom lives in you. You just need to have someone be able to like shake it up out of you because it's going to begin to flow out of you so naturally. And so when I say that, I mean like, God's going to begin to use you in many ways that you can't even never imagine. Why? Is because you tell God that you're available and you're obedient to his will. You read his word. You're in that prayer time, the meditation on knowing who he is. Sometimes I don't have the time to meditate, but I'm like walking wherever I need to go and I'm speaking in my heavenly language because I want God to be by my side wherever I go. If I feel like there's a situation where something around me is not right, then I usually would be speaking to him in my heavenly language. And I had one leader that mentioned to me that when you speak, when you start when you speak in tongues, the enemy will not understand what you're saying. So that is your like mystery language to God. And God knows what you're saying. So it's just a communication with our Father in heaven. And it's a sweet, sweet communication because sometimes he'll begin to have you interpret that communication to other people or even in your prayer, like how he uses me in that area in, due to in seasons. So I just want to um, encourage you that God wants to hear your prayers. You know, he because you're righteous in God's eyes, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I hope you know that you are righteous. And that is what um, what it talked about in James 5.16. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The righteous person, you know, um, don't, because the old 
is already just been erased because God doesn't see the old once you receive Jesus. You know, don't dig up your past and think, oh, I'm not good enough. No, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are righteous because he's given you the power and authority for what he's about to do in your life. So you've taken that old identity of who you are, whether your name's Christina, whether it's James, whether it's Angelica, whether it's Sarah, you've taken that old identity and now you've put in a new identity and your new identity is in Christ. Your identity is in Christ. That's why when we say I am, I is a big letter I and am, A-M is living in us. He wants to use us. We're not God, but God has lived inside of us so that he can perform his miracles, signs, and wonders. We're just a walking Bible of who God is. That's why sometimes it's hard for people to understand that. But when you know that you know who you are in Christ, you will begin to be used by God. And sometimes you just have to have to have someone activate it in you to like light that fire in you and just go and do it. You know, a brother and sister in Christ who's already, who's been seasoned, who's been um, doing those kinds of performing those things and they just need to like touch you and pray over you and you just begin to perform what God wants you to perform here on this earth. So um, it's it's interesting how I'm sharing this because... <laughs> The power of prayer is so powerful, you know, and just last night I was praying for a friend and how um, I believe the Holy Spirit just said, call her because I guess she prayed for me and in, in her prayer time. But when I began to pray for her, something told me, you know, um, to do what I just a little something to share that her daughter's ankles have been swollen up. So something told me. Apply anoint the anointing oil. Like you can take an olive oil from your kitchen cupboard and just consecrate it, pray over it. And then up, I was telling her, apply it every night, maybe for seven days, 10 days, or before she goes to the doctors, which is next week. And I says, and see what God's going to do. And um, God has already given her revelation that, you know, he was telling her, just trust me in this. And for me to come and just kind of give her that reassurance that God can do it, that's that's all God. Uh, that, those are divine appointments. And I believe you can have those divine appointments with God because he wants to use you. He wants to um, equip you and empower you for his glory that he's about to show you. And things are just going to manifest in you if you just believe. Believe as a small, small as a mustard seed, knowing that your God, your heavenly father, our Abba Daddy, Yeshua, will come and be able to use you for his glory. Because he's he's picking out certain people who has a heart for him. You know, you don't have to be this famous person or anything like that. He just wants someone who's available and say, my God can do that. My God will begin to use me for his glory. And and. It takes a lot of humbling experience, a humbling spirit, because I'll tell you, sometimes we wrestle with flesh and blood, but um, just know that 
we're one with him in spirit. And when we can tune into his spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, he will guide us. He will show us more than anything we can even think of. And so those are the things that he's been ministering to me about. And I just wanted to get on this podcast to just share my heart, share my thoughts about God. There's just so many things going on on top of uh, on top of my book that um, has been undelayed. But God is good because he he knows the right timing and he knows the right timing for you as well when Things are going to shift in the atmosphere for if you've been crying out like, God, I want you to use me for, you know, whether it's to go around the world for mission trips or whether it's um, to use you for a program or use you for a ministry. Those are the desires of your heart. And he's willing to just say, okay, allow me to be a part of it. He wants you to just say, God, be with me in this. When you give him permission, he'll say yes. And that's one thing I know. (laughs) And I'm being reminded that when we say, God, I give you permission to do this with me because I don't know what I'm doing. And so he will enter in and be able to do it for you. I've seen him do it before. There's so many list of stories. Um, I think that might be another book that I'll write about, but journal things down when you have this God moment, because when you begin to journal things down, you can look back and see how much God was always there. You know, we forget sometimes because we live in this world of um, busyness. We live in this chaos. We're so distracted with all these, you know, digital gadgets that we have. But yet he just wants our peace. He wants he wants us to just be devoted to him, to love him, and to put him first more than anything else. So I just wanted to encourage you guys with that word. And I just thank you for tuning in right now. And I just, I ask that the Lord continues to bless you of all the things that He he's about to do in your life. And whether it's to restore relationship, whether it's to um, go out there and serve one another, God is willing to use you in all, everything that um, he's going to be able to do for his kingdom. So God bless you. And I thank you for tuning in. And um, we look forward to seeing you in the next, next show.